Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to Hankin' for a Rankin', which I really just revisit sometimes when uh, I feel like talking about nerdy shit. Um, and seeing as the Mandalorian Season 2 finale just dropped today, um, and the season's officially done, I thought now would be as good a time as ever uh, to talk about my thoughts on the show, about Star Wars and its direction, uh, where it's going as a whole. Um, just a preface for this, um, I am using a different headphone set, so I, uh, the mic might sound worse um, or better, but that's, that's I'm sorry, uh, you might have to turn up the uh, volume. But uh, I know I, I never promised like podcast quality mic, so that's really on you. Um, but I guess I'm just going to jump right into it, uh, talking about The Mandalorian. Uh, I know that the season finale was a crazy, full spoiler alert, by the way, uh, do not listen to this if you care about the show and haven't finished uh, yet, uh, or are caught up. Um, but, um, yeah, I know that it kind of seems like I should really just be talking about the finale right now, um, because the finale was really crazy. Um, <laughs> even for the lengths this, ep this season went as a whole, um, to surprise us and bring back beloved characters, uh, that last episode was really, really, really crazy. Um, but I guess I'll just start with my thoughts on the show as a whole. Uh, I really, really like Mandalorian. Um, I really, I appreciate that it's been a show that's united, um, kind of a lot of sects of Star Wars fans. Um, I know that obviously there's a lot of people who aren't really happy with, uh, Disney's, uh, treatment of the sequel trilogy and how, uh, the story has gone. Uh, and I think that was inevitable, um, no matter what they put out, and I'm just kind of happy, and maybe selfishly, but I'm happy that I ended up on the more satisfied side of that, uh, part of the fan base. Uh, I really like the sequel trilogy. Obviously, if you listen to my ranking of all the Star Wars movies, I hold the sequel trilogy in high regard. Um, I really should say sequel duology, because I think episode 9, uh, is the worst piece of shit uh, to ever touch my eyes or ears. Um, so when I say sequel trilogy, I really don't mean that. I just mean The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, and I think like the idea is taken uh, for where Star Wars is going to go next as a sequel, uh, in a sequel trilogy. Um, but The Mandalorian has been, um, I've been really appreciative of what it's done for the fan base because it's really united um, a lot of people that have traditionally not liked Disney Star Wars um, and love the originals, obviously. Uh, and then there's the people who love the originals, love the Disney uh, films and some of their projects, and love The Mandalorian. Uh, and for that reason, I'd say that The Mandalorian is probably one of the best things that's come out of uh, Disney so far. Um, just for that somehow wonderful... Um, feat that it's been able to accomplish. Um, I think that what the show did that made it able to do that is that it is pretty simple. Um, there's an overarching story of sorts, but for the most part, it's just a monster of the week Western serial type show, which is very much in the vein of um, the original Star Wars movies. So it's not like it's dumbing down Star Wars or belittling anything. It's very much in the spirit of what Star Wars was and uh, should be. And I think that um, when you simplify like the story and 
the themes in it, I think it makes it a lot easier for people to enjoy because it really is just a very well-produced show. Every episode has the production level of a movie. There's some great art direction, um, mostly good writing, and the choreography is excellent. Um, and overall, the story, where the story has gone, has been exciting and unpredictable at times. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty much everything you could want from Star Wars' first foray into um, TV. Um, so I guess I'll talk more about season two because season one is more of a, you know, last year thing. Um, but, uh, season one, I think is, is great. Um, obviously, uh, I, I think there's maybe one or two episodes. I'm looking at the list right now, uh, that I wasn't crazy about. A lot of people say the episode with the farming, with the village, um, is not one of their favorites. Um, and actually other than that, I, I, I can't really think. I think that they're all really good. Um, other than that, um, but yeah. Um, so season two, I would say season two, and this is obvious, relies on a lot more fan service than season one did, um, which is equal parts disappointing and exciting to me. Um, I kind of thought the show really established itself well as something new um, in season one. I think that a lot of the characters that they introduced were cool and interesting and kind of proof that, you know, we can make a show post Return of the Jedi um, with new characters that are just as interesting as certain characters we could bring back. Uh, and I'm not saying that they shouldn't bring any characters back. I'm totally up for, you know, gratuity all the time. Uh, not all the time, but uh, I I'm, I'm up for gratuity <laughs> um, to an extent. And I think that this show, uh, this season went borderline too far on the fan service. Um, there's uh, three episodes, sorry, actually now four, um, that I can think of where it's like, wow, um, they really, they just go hard. Um, I would say two of those four are kind of meaningless other than the fan service that they offer. Um, what I'm thinking of, and here's where the spoilers start to get heavy. Um, episode four, I think, no, episode three is uh, the return of Bo-Katan, who's a character from the Clone Wars. Um, I actually haven't watched that much of Clone Wars, so I'll be honest, I, I don't really know kind of the whole deal with her character, but I know that she's a Mandalorian um, purist and soldier, and she's an important part of the politics surrounding their planet in the Clone Wars. Um, the other characters that are brought back are Boba Fett, and I can't believe that I just said that, but yeah, Boba Fett returns from the dead. Um, Ahsoka Tano, another beloved Clone Wars character, uh, who has much more of, a, of an important, prominent role in that show than uh, Bo-Katan does. And finally, and this is your last warning, but Luke Skywalker, um, can't believe I'm saying that, but Luke Skywalker, uh, the Sons of Bitches actually did it, and they brought him back for the finale um, for a grand... Uh, droid <laughs> massacre kind of um and it was really cool uh to watch and to see him again and the music and the presentation was awesome uh but i'll start with um the episodes that i thought were weaker on that side um i think that the bo katan episode is not good um i think that there really isn't much to get from it and not much you know story in it other than the fact that you know Bo-Katan is back, and then she goes, oh, I need you to help me with my mission. And, you know, we all kind of roll our eyes a bit, because the last two episodes have been a little bit like that, 
um, before that. And then it turns out, you know, every every episode of this show really is like that. So that's just something that we've kind of accepted. Um, it's the way they move the story forward. It's the way they explore new worlds and characters. And I'm okay with that. Uh, I don't need a you know Star Wars a Star Wars TV show to be like The Sopranos in the Star Wars universe. Um, if it's more akin to, you know, something like The Legend of Korra, or something that's a little more disconnected, I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, and probably even fits the medium better. Um, but I thought this episode was really just one-dimensional in the sense that Bo-Katan shows up and looks cool and has these cool little Mandalorian people with her. And they're like, all right, let's go blow up this ship. Uh, and a lot of the episode, from what I remember, is just them moving around the ship and shooting people. Um, following an initial, like, kind of surprising moment where Mando's betrayed by a group of pirate guys. Um, only parts of this episode that I'm like, whoa, like, cool, um, is obviously that initial moment where Mando gets betrayed and you're kind of like, oh, fuck, what's going to happen? Um, and then when it turns out that some light is shed on Mando's actual group, like, sect of Mandalorians um, within uh, Mandalorian history, and that he's part of this cult um, who are kind of like purists that don't take their helmet off. Uh, and Bo-Katan provides that um, context for us. That was the coolest part of the episode for me. Other than that, I really can't think of that much in this episode that stuck out to me. Sure, the choreography is really cool. Everyone looks really cool. Um, and she, uh, she says, she mentions the Darksaber at the end, um, which is a fun, um, callback, or not a callback, but it, it sheds some light on what's really going on with Gideon's Darksaber. Um, so that episode happened, uh, and then I would say the bigger thing was, uh, well, I guess that was episode five. Yeah, episode five was Ahsoka's episode. I thought this episode was so good. Um, and again, speaking as someone who's not a huge fan of the Clone Wars, um, I do like Ahsoka. I think she's cool. I really like the way that they've grown her character, uh, beyond her initial placement as a Padawan, um, during the Clone Wars. And I thought it was cool when she came back in Rebels. And now I think it's cool that it turns out that she's actually a, a, just a survivor of all these different eras. Um, I really like that idea. I think that's cool. And I thought that she was so cool this episode. I thought Rosario Dawson did a great job. I thought the choreography of her lightsaber movements and all the action was really cool. And I think that there was like some great, you know, Jedi knowledge, lines, history in there. Um, we finally find out uh, Grogu's name and where he comes from. And uh, we get some like, you know, force using scenes and philosophy. It's cool. It's, you know, it's, it's nothing like groundbreaking. But it's, it's definitely, um, it's as Star Wars as Obi-Wan explaining the Force to Luke in A New Hope is, uh, and I think that's fun. Um, and then obviously that fight at the end is really cool and you get the Mando Jedi team up. Uh, I think it's funny that basically they're kind of just being like, yeah, Ahsoka is a Jedi. Um, <laughs> like there's nothing really at this point that separates her from a normal Jedi. Um, she's someone who's good and uses the force for good. Um, I was telling someone that if they really wanted to, you know, show us a difference between her and normal Jedi, they would have her kill that one guy she unarmed. Um, you know, to make her a little morally ambiguous, but like, I don't really know because 
there also is this whole thing that the Jedi are kind of murderous, um, and that's why Luke initially rejects the, the religion um, and the thing that ultimately brought them to their downfall. So I don't know, what it means to be a Jedi is kind of in the air right now. <laughs> um, and yeah, I would say that it wouldn't do someone much good to make a big point about Ahsoka being very different from other Jedi because so far we haven't seen much that really points to that. Um, and then this other episode, um, I wasn't crazy about it. This was um, uh, The Return of Boba Fett. Um, I, you know, it was really, really cool to see Boba Fett in action again. It was cool to see Tamora Morrison. Um, but I have to say, this whole episode was just a long gunfight. And the writing was not that good. I, I like I, I, I gotta say, and I made this point to many of my friends already, but I think the initial moment where Boba Fett shows up and he explains who he is, and that he's a simple man waiting, making his way through the galaxy before him, like his father before him, I think that's one of the worst lines that's ever been written um, in this new era of Star Wars. It's exactly the kind of line that shows um, like the bad kind of fan service um, that I feel like, and I'm sorry if I'm putting words in anyone's mouth here, but you know, when you read like Praising of the Last Jedi, that I, a movie that I love, um, a lot of people say like, oh, well, what did you want Snoke to do? You wanted him to like monologue about how he's like Mace Windu reborn and all this stuff. And that would have sounded stupid. And I'm like, yeah, that would have sounded stupid. I agree with that. I don't really want someone to sit there and monologue. I know this is a TV show and the pacing isn't exactly the same as the movie, but I found that Boba Fett showing up and being like, uh, I'm a simple man in the way. I'm a simple man uh, making his way through the galaxy like my father before me. And it's like just the amount of like cringe call back to the prequels in like a bad way while also like stretching this line so that it's just awkward and weird i'm sorry i just think it was so bad and i was so thrown off by the initial introduction of boba fett being like that that i was like oh okay um and then i have to say like he's just not very strongly characterized which i know he's boba fett and he has never been strongly characterized which is kind of part of why it's okay to let him die um but uh, like, I just don't understand the kind of person he is. He has this weird obsession with his dad, which I know is normal because it's his dad, but, like, it's kind of just, it's put in your face so much in that episode with the chain link and mentioning Django and, and, and that initial line that I just talked about. Um, but then he's like, no, I, I made a promise to you that I would get the child back to you. Um, and, uh... And I, you know, I like, I'm gonna finish that deal just um, uh, to honor it. And I was like, oh, so you're like a man of honor, but you're also like a bounty hunter? So you're Mandalorian. You're just, I mean, sorry, you're you're the Mandalorian, you're Din Djarin. Like you are the original, Din Djarin is meant to be the cold-blooded bounty hunter that gets his heart kind of melted by this little green guy. And then, like, you know, Boba Fett, who's this cold-blooded motherfucker, also turns out to be kind of a good guy. Like, that's just boring. They're just the same person. Um, I'm being overly exaggerated on that, but I, I found that characterization really weak and boring. Um, that being said, it obviously is really cool to see Boba Fett kicking ass again. Um, to see him in Slave 1 and doing a bunch of cool shit. Uh, I can't believe that the show has actually brought us Boba Fett and Luke Skywalker like that. Uh, and I'm not saying that it's just good because they're back. In fact, that's exactly the opposite of what I'm saying. 
Um, I think the way Boba Fett was used throughout the show after that was good. <laughs> um, but I found that initial episode really weak. Uh, and I wasn't a huge fan of it. I thought the show, maybe the season, needed more episodes like episode one than it did of episodes like Bo-Katan and Boba Fett's. Um, I thought episode one, I thought the, the usage of Boba's armor, it reminded me a lot of Luke's lightsaber in The Force Awakens. I thought that was a perfect way to use the past in a way to drive new stories about the present or the future. Um, and like the idea that his armor was like this sacred like weapon that he found in the middle of the desert and it helped him free this town. I was like, I would have so preferred if that was the way Boba Fett was brought back, just by this guy, Cobb Vance, who I thought was fucking great. Um, wears his armor, and it's just like a nod to what, this cool-looking guy in the original trilogy. Um, I'm sorry, I thought that would have been really cool. I, I, Boba Fett's cool, and I'm glad he's back. And uh, But I also thought that would have been really cool. Um, also, episode two, really atmospheric, and, uh, and like, you know, it took its time. Uh, I thought that was awesome. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't really want to sound like a, 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 um, like I'm spoiling anyone's fun, and I'm obviously not because everyone's entitled to their own opinion. But I would say that personally, I enjoyed episodes more, like episode one and two, than three and five. I'm sorry, three and um, six. Bubble Fence. Um and. Uh, um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Uh, oh, also, episode 7. I'm sorry, I forgot about that one. That one is so good. I mean, well, episode 1's fun because it's like a cool, like, little western story about the townspeople that have to work with the Tusken Raiders and there's a cool monster. And then you have, like, the Boba Fett stuff with the armor. But episode 7 is like, that episode reminded me of The Last Jedi because it actually made a commentary about, like, the world and like good and evil and there was a story and Bill Burr's character actually had like a really fresh motivation I thought and, and also again like they had <clears throat> uh, it was there was great production art design in that episode um, but I really was like wow I haven't seen a lot of like like strong characterization like that um, in this show which I know is not really why people want to watch it um, I'm sorry, not the reason people watch it. I, I think that what I just said about the show being a little more simple uh, is why it's so beloved. And I just think that like it could be elevated to much greater heights by episodes like that. Um, uh, but I obviously love it the way it is. Um, and that's like, that's kind of why I say that it reminded me of The Last Jedi because I was talking to someone about this earlier, and I feel like my main point about these Star Wars, this new Star Wars content, is that I, I think The Last Jedi elevated Star Wars to an extent of which, like, to like to a level that I did not know I could like it. Um, because it turns out that, you know, amidst all the cool-looking stuff in Star Wars, and great stories already, there is a level of storytelling in it that can be that can affect me so much. Uh, and The Last Jedi really, really affects me. Um, it makes me feel a certain way uh, when I watch it. And, and I would trade that feeling 
I would trade the feeling of watching Mando shoot a bunch of people and look really cool for that feeling any day. Uh, that feeling is, is where the real magic of storytelling is, and I think where the magic of Star Wars is often for me. Um, you know, moments like Luke turning off his headset and shooting the, the torpedoes into the Death Star. Um, and moments like him facing Vader, which are cool, but they're also great points in their stories and their characters. And moments like Kylo Ren killing Snoke and Luke coming back to face down the First Order. Those are just moments that I feel like they're just once they're just magical. And as I move into talking more about the last episode of this season, I really did really like this the scene with Luke Skywalker. Um, and here's why I would consider it differently than episodes like Bo-Katan or Boba Fett. Um, I think that it makes sense that Luke is there. Uh, we know that he's somehow holding, I think, a Jedi school after Return of the Jedi. He's uh, a prominent um, Jedi. Um, um, amongst you know je the Jedi religion themselves, he's prominent, um, and it makes sense that he would find Grogu. And I have to say, I, other than the fact that it made sense, I was completely swept up in how cool that moment was. I mean, the single X-wing showing up, and then getting out in his hood, and then you see the green lightsaber, and he cuts down all the dark troopers that have been such a threat the entire episode. Um, yeah, I mean, that was so cool. And the music was fucking incredible. Uh, and then I actually didn't think we were going to see his face. I thought we were only going to hear his voice. Um, and then we saw his face, and I thought his face looked okay. Um, uh, and then, you know, we could talk about the rest of that episode, because Luke was not the only thing that happened in it. I just thought that that was a part that people were going to talk about often. But... Mando saying goodbye to the child was, was a great moment, and taking off his helmet was really emotional. And that was... That is another tint of that story there that I love. So, like, I love that episode. Um, and I would not say that Luke being in it is a bad thing. Um, I have a little worry, concern, that... Well, I'll talk about that later. But... You know, I know a lot of people are complain, complain about Star Wars needs to move on, it needs to be new. I completely agree. Um, I think that The Last Jedi touches on that beautifully. I just thought, I just thought, like, that movie did it beautifully because, like, Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher and their characters are old. And, like, it is time for the new generation to show up, but to show up and take control. And I, I just thought that it made sense that Luke Skywalker in his prime would show up at this thing. I, I, I didn't think that it would, that it would conflict at all with his character in the Last Jedi. I think that he makes a fatal mistake between now and the Last Jedi. That's the beginning of his kind of deterioration. Um, and like, I know a lot of people say, well, that sucks anyway because it sucks to know what happens to him afterwards. And I'm like, yeah, fuck you. I, I, there, if there's a sequel trilogy, there has to be a compelling reason why everyone fails. I mean, Han, Han, Han and Leia's kid is a mass murderer. So it's depressing, kind of, but it's also like, kind of like the end of the Re Revenge of the Sith. Um, and well, I guess that sucks because, I mean, Return of the Jedi in a way is a, is a happy ending still for Vader and Luke, uh, but it, it is kind of sad knowing the shit that happens to them later. Um, and then to not even have a really good end to the entire saga with the Rise of Skywalker, but I don't want to talk about that. Um, 
Where was I? So yeah, like I think Luke showing up here is, yes, again, it's fan service. It's ex it's extremely gratuitous. Um, I've seen some people say they would rather it not be Mark Hamill because it would prove that you know they're moving in with a new casting of Luke and they can maybe like move forward a little bit with his character and actually do something like interesting and three dimensional. But I am okay with Luke just for now being this angelic figure. Um, post Return of the Jedi, um, like right post Return of the Jedi. I think this is five years or nine years after. Um, I'm okay with that uh, because I think that makes sense for the story then. Uh, I, I think 30 years later, a, a lot's gonna change and I think that that's fine in The Last Jedi. Um, so all in all, I didn't have a problem with Luke in this episode um, and I thought the moment was beautiful. Um, and seeing, and honestly, I am sorry, but seeing R2D2 and him again is just so great. Um, I know a lot of people are gonna love that. And I have to stop, and this is, a, this is something that I, I, I realized gets in the way of me enjoying a lot of things, uh, including Star Wars, which is something that I love so profusely. But I watched that episode and I like it. And I, I like seeing Luke and I think it was really cool. In fact, I loved it. It was, it was, it was a beautiful moment. I felt swelled up. I, sh I was shaking. I'm still shaking a little bit. It was three hours ago. But then I go online and I see comments like, oh my God, they fixed Luke's character in five minutes. They changed what they had set up for Last Jedi. We finally got to see Luke be the thing he should be. And I'm like, that is so stupid. That is not the point. Like, he swings a lightsaber around for for five minutes. It's cool. It looks cool. But is that all you want Luke to be post Return of the Jedi? I mean, The Last Jedi adds so much depth to him and tells a great story about legends and heroes and things of the past. And this is just this guy showing up with the lightsaber and looking really cool. And I'm fine with that because Luke should be a fully realized Jedi Master. Um, but it in no way enhances his character or makes him like any better than he was at the end of the original trilogy. He did what we needed to see him do in the original trilogy. He chose not to be the kind of Jedi that would strike his father down. He actually used love to win. And I just don't see how this guy swinging a lightsaber around for five minutes is some kind of true, like, true retelling of the character. I, that's not what Luke Skywalker is for me. Um, but it was cool. It just wasn't the quintessential way that I would say represents Luke. Um, so that's that's that was my big rant on that. Um, and I think that kind of similar to what I was saying earlier. But the reason I I, I maybe ever have pause with people saying the Mandalorian is the greatest thing Disney's put out um, is because I think the Last Jedi is the best thing they put out. Um, because of what I said in terms of ways that it could deepen Star Wars in ways that I didn't know it could. And give me something I didn't know I wanted to see. That's something that I'm craving. And that's really something that I like wanted. That's why I wanted Ryan Johnson to come back because I think he could give us more of that. And I think he could do it in really great ways if he's not restricted by like being in a universe that's already been established. You know, if he does something that's like a thousand years earlier or before. Um, but, uh, and so like, you know, I wouldn't say that Luke Skywalker showing up in The Mandalorian is part of that. Um, it's like as surprising as something like them killing Snoke. 
You know, we could guess that Luke Skywalker maybe could show up. The only thing that was stopping us from doing that was them being like, no, they don't want to do Luke Skywalker again for like, you know, outer company corporate reasons, like things that don't have to do with actual in-universe reasoning. Um, we never thought they were going to kill Snoke because of the story or because of the world, you know? Um, that was just like a fucking crazy thing. Um, so what I mean is in no way is like, so I, what I would say is the force awakens. I, 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 I have trouble grouping the force awakens the last Jedi. I really like that movie a lot. Um, but it's nowhere near what the last Jedi is for me. Um, I would just say that, like, the special, the, the magic and the specialness that I get from The Last Jedi is really the real magic of Star Wars, and what I have most notably loved in the past, uh, five years, um, from Disney so far. And I think The Mandalorian is great because it is simple, and it's a really fun cartoon thing to watch, and it looks cool, and the characters, um, sometimes can be cool. Um... I just wish that Disney started to take a little more risks uh, with better storytelling um, with Last Jedi and stuff. Um, in no way is Mandalorian a bad story, I just think that it could be a little more complex, it could be a little more deep. Um, I think that moments like, you know, the Mandalorian lifting his helmet up for Grogu are great, and that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's just that it takes a whole season to get to something like that. Um, and maybe that's just what Star Wars and TV is like, and I'm fine with that because what we get is so cool and good. Um, but I look forward to seeing what the movies can do in the future. Uh, I, I am looking forward to movies and, and not a Disney Plus show. I hope Obi-Wan is interesting. Uh, I hope it's a little complex. Um, I don't really know what's gonna happen there, especially now that they've announced that Aiden Christensen is coming back. It is going to be a rematch. Um, but um, that's why I'm excited for movies because I think that movies are really where they can get time to focus on a character's development and I know it sounds silly because a TV show is a lot of time but if you think about it every Mando episode has to be a new thing to keep you entertained every episode and um, show you a new world and explore and so every episode pretty much has to do something new <laughs> um and that can be actually kind of a weird, uh, contradictory, uh, that can kind of tie your hands up a bit, I think, with how you tell a story. Um, but, uh, you know, I love it. And I, I love that it's brought people together a bit. It's just that I can't always go on the internet and see some people saying the shit like I just said about Luke Skywalker because it makes me resentful. And uh, I don't like that. I want to just enjoy it. So, yes, I did love it. And I did love this season. Um, Going forward, I hope that next season is a little less gratuitous with the fan service. I hope that if there is fan service, it's well put in a greater story. Um, see Boba Fett's armor in um, episode one of this season. Speaking of Boba Fett, no fucking clue what the book of Boba Fett is. Uh, if it's a show, that's a weird fucking title. Uh, that post credit scene was a little goofy, I thought. Um, like, very much an advertisement. Especially because it was, like... I don't really know what, why Boba Fett would do that. Again, kind of part of his lack of characterization, which again might be a weird way of honoring what the character was when we saw him in the original trilogy, which is someone who's pretty much not a character. 
Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, I think some people have said that it'll be an arc in season three of Mando. Um, it might replace Mando as a show for next year. Uh, but I don't know. I I'm excited to see. Maybe that's the chance for them to really delve into Boba's character more. Um, and it seems like he's going to be a crime lord, uh, which is interesting. Uh, so I don't know what's going to happen there. I really don't know what more to say about that. <laughs> it was cool to see Jabba's palace again. Um, but, and that's it. That's all I got to say. Um, I don't know what else I'm going to want to talk about soon. I might want to talk about games again now that I'm on break. And, uh, I don't really know what to play. I, there's, there's simultaneously not enough for me to play and too much to play at the same time. Which is weird, but I, I can't really explain it. Um, so, uh, yeah, I hope that you all have a good day and thank you for listening.